The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads ensure you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drives so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Whether you're tailgating out in the dirt lot, Carter Finley, shout out Carter Finley, or whether you're whitewater rafting, taking the entire family on an adventurous trip, maybe you're out camping at Mount Rogers. I used to go as a kid, wish my parents had a Hyundai Santa Fe. The Hyundai Santa Fe is perfect for your family outing. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pick 6 Podcast, CBS Sports Daily NFL Podcast. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host. My voice is kind of back in a way that, like, like oh, the six is unfair because our guest, like, Texas is back, right? Is Texas back, RJ? RJ White joining me? Who's, who's, who's like, always, we're always saying, like, are they back and they're just never back? The Texas back in what sense? Football-wise, basketball-wise? <laughs> what are you talking about? Sure, football, basketball, whatever you want to play. Football, they're, they're, they're always overhyped. I'm, I never right. get my He's hopes up. Like, is Texas actually back now? It's like, no, Texas. My my Texas season every year is one game long. And if we can beat Oklahoma, well, I don't care what else we do. And right. last year, we destroyed Oklahoma. It was the, the best season for the Longhorns I've ever seen. <laughs> my number two behind the Vince Young season. So that's really all I care about. That was an absolute destruction. Oklahoma stinks with uh, Brett Venables. I mean, I talk about a bad defense, man. What are you doing? Venables, get it together. Um Anywho, we're going to talk some Super Bowl odds today for next season. They're already out. Do you remember when like it used to be able not to get these odds until like um, like May? <laughs> like they would wait for the schedule to come out and they'd put out like Super Bowl odds. You couldn't get win totals until like like well into like like after the draft and after free agency, all that stuff. And now they're like they're out extremely early. Yeah, and it's I mean the Super Bowl odds come out before the Super Bowl. Like they're already you can take you can put bets on on next year's Super Bowl before the first one, the, the current ones played. So um we'll talk about these now, but it's not like they just came out. They've been out for a little bit. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um naturally the favorite. Well let's we'll 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 uh, we'll segment them out. We'll do like favorites, mid range, and then long shots. Um you know, the favorite of is of course the Chiefs, uh, five seventy five to win it all. I mean the other thing, and, I'll, and I say this too about like first round leaders and uh, a lot of these, you know, futures bets is that MVP odds too. Like, it's a little, it's very frustrating that you have. Like, it feels to me like a lot of times these are you know, like, like, should that many teams be underneath ten to one to win the Super Bowl? Right? Like that, to me, that just doesn't that doesn't feel right. 
Yeah, I mean, you're not if you're coming into this market looking for efficiency and looking for <laughs> good value, you're never going to find it with these 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 uh you know big bets where it's one out of thirty two, one out of whatever. Um, so if that's your case and you want the mathematical um you know argument for making any of these picks, you're, you're not going to get it here. Uh, but unless unless you had the Philadelphia Eagles at thirty eight to one last year around this time. Yeah, there's always going to be some some solid mid range teams, but uh, how much did you win off of that Eagles play? Uh, well, I had them to win seven, seven, nothing, nothing. I won nothing over the Eagles play. So there you go. Yeah, thank you. For, that's bummer that was. Uh, anyway, Chiefs plus five seventy five. You see the 49ers six plus six and a half to one. The Bills seven to one. Eagles eight to one. Bengals at nine to one. Those are all the teams under uh, ten to one. We could go and talk on the Cowboys. I guess at sixteen to one, they're the only team in that ten to twenty range, which is actually maybe maybe there's a little bit of value down here. Um, does anybody strike your fancy in the in the top half of the board that you would want to bet on? Yeah, I think the Chiefs might have value even at as the favorite at plus 575. I mean, Mahomes was better uh, this season than he was last season without Tyreek Hill. So, I mean, if he can do what he did this season with Juju and Marcus Valdez-Scantling and, and that group of receivers with unproven guys at running back, the Clyde Edwards-Alaire pick hasn't worked out, but they found Pacheco kind of off the scrap heap in the draft. If they can do all that. Like, you know, they're going to be contender. I don't care how tough that division is every year, how tough the conference is every year kind of five straight AFC championships. It's, it's, uh, you know, at some point you got to give them their due. And so this reminds me of one of the, one of those years I played the Patriots at like seven to one, even though they were the favorites, it was like, yeah, but still they, they need to be lower than this. And they went and end up being there. I think winning it was one of their back-to-back years. Um, so, so um, yeah, it just, it, it seems like, that's a value to me. I don't like San Francisco at that price. Quarterback to question mark. Key free agents on the offensive line and at defensive back. Losing D'Amico Ryans, who we think is one of the better defensive coordinators in the league. We'll see how that defense looks. Um, I don't think Buffalo is a good value at 7-1. My team, they need offensive line upgrades. They need receiver depth. They need to retain key hmm. defensive free agents. They uh, took a step back offensively after losing Brian Dayball. Do they just magically get that back? I don't I don't really think so. They have questions to answer there. I think um, in the NFC, Philly's a better play at, at 800 than, than San Francisco, but also a ton of defensive free agents, lost both coordinators. We'll see what the path looks like going forward. And I think really if you don't want to play Kansas City, your best value is Cincinnati at, at 9-1. to one. Offensive wow. line is going to be better out the gate. They, they took some time to gel. First half of this year, we knew that would be a problem. That happens with every offensive line, um, you know, need, needing time to get together. And then as soon as they started to gel and, and look good, people get hurt. So if you can stay healthy, you can really find that continuity this year. They're going to be better. They also have a ton of cap space that they can upgrade at certain places on defense if they want to do it. They didn't lose Lou Anarumo, a candidate to be a head coach. That's a big deal, keeping him in place, and that defense is still going to be strong. So I think that's really the contender for Kansas City. And if you want the better value, I think that, that that's where you go at 9-1. to one. Yeah, the interesting thing about Cincinnati is, you know, we talk about five straight AFC championship games for, for the Chiefs, but, I mean, you know, take out Joe Burrow's rookie year where he tore his ACL, and he's been to two straight AFC championship games, right? Like, I mean, the guy just go, I mean, the guy gets it done in the playoffs. Um, and I, maybe you're right. I mean, should the Chiefs be like three to one? Is that what you – I mean – Three to one, probably a little low, but but four to one plus four fifty probably makes a little sense. Five seventy five just seems like a little bit too close to the rest of this pack. When when I think they're they're clearly much better than San Francisco, much more more opportunity to get there. And I think they've proven like Buffalo really isn't isn't uh, too much of a hindrance to them at this point. Yeah, they do have Orlando Brown and Andrew Wiley. They're left and right tackles who are free agents. Wiley, you would think they could probably resign fairly easily. And then Brown, I, I don't know if they'll franchise tag him a second time. Wouldn't be wouldn't be entirely shocking if they if they did. It seems like he 
doesn't want to get a deal done. Uh, Carlos Dunlap, also a free agent. Juju Smith-Schuster, a couple other guys. But uh, Miko Hardman, I mean, yeah, some free agents. But, like, uh, Juan Thornhill is a free agent, too. Wow. Um, uh, but really, really, what are we saying? Like, okay, if they, they replace their tackle, sure. They still have Patrick Mahomes, and he'll figure out a way to win. <laughs> right, right, right. They, yeah, I mean, they still have all – they still have Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, and Andy Reid. And that's, like, ultimately – and Frank Clark and, uh, and Chris Jones. So that's ultimately – what matters okay let's move down the board a bit and i agree with you i think the i mean yeah i think the chiefs would be probably the one team i'd bet on there i you know, don't i mean i don't trust the cowboys Bengals don't hate uh but yeah i mean like chiefs at five at six to one i prefer with the bills at seven to one and, and then as you said with the 49ers no no thank you with with their quarterback situation being completely unresolved they should be really like 20 to one in my book but everybody would hammer that uh speaking of teams that are 20 to one we'll scroll down and start with the Los Angeles Chargers, 22 to 1. The Jaguars, 28 to 1. What kind of world are we living in here? The Jets are 30 to 1. What the hell's happening? I guess that is an Aaron Rodgers factor. We'll get to that in a second. Lions and uh, Ravens, 30 to 1. And Dolphins and Packers and Rams at 35 to 1. So those are kind of the mid range ones. Hold on just a little bit more, Billy, if you can't just. Yeah, there we go. Perfect. Uh, right there. That's great. Yep. Um, up a little bit. Sorry. Not that it matters for the people watching on YouTube that much. At any rate, uh, what do you think, RJ, in this 20, sort of 20 to 40 range, kind of mid-tier contenders? There's a lot of like, I mean, <laughs> I mean, the, I think the Ravens, again, to me, stand out as value 30 to 1 if Lamar, you know, depending on what happens with Lamar. Um, but, you know, generally speaking, there's a lot of teams where it's like, it's hard to imagine the Jets hoisting the Lombardi trophy next year. Same with the Lions. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of like the Jets. I think they're a quarterback away, and, and and that was obvious this time. I mean, they were they look like a pretty good team with Mike White. Mike White isn't the answer for if if Mike White is your answer, you're asking the wrong questions. So, I mean, even if it's not Aaron Rodgers, what if they get Derek Carr and and he can shake off his outdoors, you know, thing in 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 January? I mean, you put a veteran solid quarterback, you put, media, man. You, you put Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy well, you, know, you, you put Jimmy Garoppolo. You put just a veteran, like a good quarterback, you know, solid quarterback. It's not a question mark with the rest of that team. I mean, they they nailed their their draft class. They're coming out of having a great great draft class, not just the two rookies of the year, but he goes beyond that with Brees Hall and and some other guys there. Um, so I think you put them put them as a team that could make the playoffs in a very tough conference if they get the right quarterback. I, I kind of like that value at 30 to one. I wouldn't mess with the chargers. I'm sick of getting fooled by the chargers. I don't care that they have Justin Herbert just seems like they need better coaching. <laughs> they need, they need a better training staff. They need to figure out something because they're there. They never reach their ceiling and never live up to their talent. So I'm done with them. And it's just well, surprising. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the club. Welcome to the, yeah. I'm, I'm done with the chargers club. I've been here for a few years. It feels a lot better. You feel a lot better about yourself. You don't wake up right. with this like yeah, this sense of dread. Become best friends. Yep. You need to put them down there with like the Ravens and Dolphins and these thirty to one teams for me to even start thinking about them. Twenty two yep. to one. I want no part of it. Jags, Jaguars at twenty eight to one, make, giving them a little bit of an edge over these other ones seems a little suspicious to me too. Don't really want a part of that. So I, I kind of agree with you, Baltimore, if they have Lamar, but I mean. They they need receivers. They need, you know, need pass rush help with some of their free agents. So even if he's not traded, they still have some some things they need to do. Uh, and then they need to stay healthy, which has been uh, you know a narrative for them the last few years. So we'll see if that happens. Dolphins. I mean, if if they they shuffled quarterbacks in and out th- this year, three quarterbacks back and forth, back and forth, and they still made the playoffs. So I think they have a strong coaching staff. You had a big fan to that. They're going to be a really good team if Tua can stay healthy. If Tua plays 17 games, that's a playoff team, and then that might be a Super Bowl contender. So that's interesting to me. 
Green Bay, they need to have Rodgers stay for them to have a chance. Rams are interesting, 35 to 1. They just won the Super Bowl a year ago. So it's not yeah. like they're we've seen it, you know, with with that coaching staff. We've seen it with the the top level talent. Now a year happens at all, everybody gets healthy. I mean, everybody gets injured and we forget about them. So like if they get healthy this year at 35 to 1, they give you a good value to go up and win that that division over San Francisco if they take a step back. Um, but the stars gotta stay healthy because they just aren't able to build depth with what they do in the draft, trading all their picks every year. Yeah, I would say uh, to me the standout to, to, to me, excuse me, to me the the this whole block of teams is really more about like kind of the off season storylines and the hype coming coming out of last year, like the Jaguars and Lions. People, you know, we got really excited about them at the end of the year. Trevor Lawrence playing well, the, the, the Lions putting together you know a, a, a strong run to try and make the playoffs and, and very nearly got there. Um, I think the Ravens and the Rams are the teams I would I would look at here just for the like you said the Rams did just win the Super Bowl and the Ravens have been like they've they've gone yeah they've been an elite team before and they if they didn't deal with a bunch of injuries this year they could have been uh, pretty darn good as well Lamar clearly yeah an off season storyline Tua an off season storyline and then with the Jets and the and the Packers like you know is is like if Rodgers is on the Packers what does that number uh, move to like fifteen to one. Yeah, I mean, with everything else they have in place, it, it, they're going to be up in that Cowboys range, I would imagine. It, it, I also, it, or sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I do like the Lions, too. I mean, I kind of brushed over them, but they have a lot of cap space, but they just need major help on the defensive side. So, I mean, if they they have a great offensive line, they have, you know, Goff as a competent quarterback, they have some good receivers, especially James I, Williams. I healthy. So, like, I think they have it offensively. They just need major upgrades on defense, but they have the resources to do it. And um, so if they come in and have a good offseason there and have a, a better defense than people think, they could be contenders in that, that division. Kind of interesting to note, too, that the um, you look at these numbers and the teams that are in the NFC, like look like the the uh, the growth, the exponential uh, jump in the in the and you see the conference odds on the right, obviously, and then the Super Bowl odds on the left, like. You know, the Packers are 15 to 1 to win the NFC, but 35 to 1 to win the Super Bowl because you know that you're probably, you know, it's basically baking in. You're going to get either the like the Chiefs or the Bills or the Chargers or, or, or excuse me, the Bengals, like some team that's, you know, tough to deal with. Um, yeah, I'd go Rams and Ravens there, I think, just back on the old, old, old study. And I don't think it's crazy that Aaron Rodgers stays on the Packers either, by the way. Yeah, I mean, why not? You know, it's a huge, huge cap hit. Like, you know, it's every every offseason, it seems like the drama is going to be too much. But if they've stuck it out this long, what's another year? And, and look, if he's traded, does this drop to like 50 to one? Or is this do you think this is just fully baked in now? No, I think if he's traded, it definitely goes down. No, no, nobody's going to be backing them to do anything, considering even with him, they couldn't make the playoffs this past year. You take him out of the equation and just expect, you know, he didn't play as well this year as he has in the past, but it's got to be a downgrade from him and Jordan Love. I don't care what untapped potential Jordan Love has. So you're, people are going to see that as they don't have a shot. Yeah, and so like if you think you have an edge as to where Aaron Rodgers might go, or you just have an inkling of where he might go, then you know, clearly if, like, if you think the Jets are the answer, and you think that you know, that's why they're 30 to one, too. That's baked in a bit is like that they are going to upgrade a quarterback at some point this offseason. All right, let's take a break. And when we come back, some long shots who we think could maybe be worth a little sprinkle. Next. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, 
legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So in the 40 to one range, I think 40 to one qualifies as long shot, right? Yeah. I mean, it's they're not much of a difference between 40 and 35 to one, but you got to draw yeah. the line somewhere. Yeah. Maybe 50 to one is the range. So let's look, let's look at the 40, 40 range though. There are two, actually we'll look at the forties and the fifties. So we got the Raiders up next. We scroll down a little bit, Billy uh, Raiders, Raiders, Vikings, Giants, all 40 to one, but Browns and the Broncos, 45 to one. The Saints and the Steelers at 50 to 1. I got to tell you, I can't believe I'm going to say this. The Broncos are kind of interesting at 45 to 1. Right? Yeah, huge, huge coaching upgrade. Um, you know, we we talked all the offseason about the Jaguars coaching upgrade last year. You know, when you go from Urban Meyer to Doug Peterson, how how it's kind of almost immeasurable how much of an upgrade that that is. You go from Joe Judge to Brian Dayball, that's almost immeasurable. I mean, I don't think Hackett was quite as bad as those two, but you're getting Sean Payton. You're getting maybe a Hall of Fame level coach. So the increase might be even more here. So if he can do anything on uh, on getting getting Wilson, um, you getting Russell Wilson back in in you know his his prime or doing like not a net negative like he was in a lot of those plays, really designing an offense that, that caters to his strengths, they could be a really strong team. Um, so maybe one that challenge. I mean, it's tough division. Maybe one that challenges what Mahomes and kind of overtakes the Chargers as being that that you know feisty second level team that that could get into the wild card and make a run. I don't really like the Raiders in in that sense. Um, you know, not knowing what they're going to do at quarterback. Um, so I don't really have a ton of faith there uh, on that end. Uh, the Raiders at forty to one. Obviously, they are in play for Aaron Rodgers as well. Um, you know, if you're going to bet the Jets at thirty to one, you probably want to take a little Raiders at forty to one, just because you know if 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 you think the Jets are going to get Rodgers and then he goes to the Raiders, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Um, no interest. What's what's really kind of striking here is that um, we don't know what the Raiders will do at quarterback, but and we don't know what the Saints will do. They could end up getting uh, Derek Carr. Certainly, they you know with Dennis Allen, that connection is there. But you look on here, I mean, you know, Kirk Cousins. I'm not saying these guys are all Super Bowl winning quarterbacks, but like Kirk Cousins, Daniel Jones, Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson. I mean, those are you know four notable quarterbacks who have been either like a really high draft pick, you know, played at a high level, been a Pro Bowl. Whatever you want to classify them, um, that, are, that you're getting forty to one odds on. So maybe I take it back. I, like I'm not saying like I love any of those four teams to actually make the Super Bowl, but to me, Denver stands out. Um, I guess the Saints would be kind of interesting if 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 we if you thought that they were going to make a big quarterback upgrade this offseason. I don't hate the Giants at forty to one either. I mean, I know they got a lot to work to do, but I mean, in that you know, that division is is tougher. But that conference, just anybody can come out of the NFC if if you have good coaching and Daniel Jones takes another step forward. 
Yeah, I don't really care about those fifty to one teams, those Saints and, and Steelers. I'm not really looking at them. But the Giants, I mean, they they made the playoffs with with not much talent. You know, they they were kind of behind the eight ball with talent. The coaching staff really flexed their muscle, showed what they can do. Now it's year two to build even more and and kind of get the team looking more what you want it to look like rather than having the pieces you have in place. And they can start to take off if if they get quarterback figured out. Um, if they they um you know figure out um receivers, I know they have some depth there. Um, they need to find a playmaker there. So. We'll see um, what happens with them, but I have confidence in that coaching staff. I don't know that they're going to suddenly overtake the Eagles, but they could give the Cowboys a run for their money if, if the coaching staff kind of comes back to bite the Cowboys. Some of the talent issues there um, come back to play. The defense comes down a little bit. You could definitely see the Giants getting in the mix there with more talent through this offseason. Vikings could be the same too, but they, they seem to be a little more um, talented already, and, and they did what they did, and they still bowed out to the to the Giants. So um, I'm not sure I really trust them that much. They have a lot of work to do on the defensive side of the ball obviously yeah hiring uh you know getting rid of Ed donatel and um you know i mean it's an obvious upgrade there it's then i do need to get some personal changes in i mean like i just think again and what, what people are asking um like in the comments are sort of like broncos are you nuts like and no we're not on um no we're not on narcotics as far as you know douglas but uh the the point being here is not that we think the broncos are going to win the super bowl simply that the broncos are at 45 to 1 with Sean Payton, a Super Bowl winning coach who has been to the playoffs plenty of times and can easily get the Broncos back to the playoffs, is not that crazy a look. If he unlocks Russell Wilson and gets Russ to be what Russ has been in the past, then the Broncos should be closer to twenty to one. So you're, you're taking you're 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 basically gambling on Sean Payton's belief that he can fix Russell Wilson at forty five to one. I don't think it's a bad look at all. All right, now some legitimate long shots. Do you, know, you don't want anything to do with the Browns, right? Um, they're kind of interesting. I mean, you have the full season of Deshaun Watson, but he didn't look great when he came back anyway. And um, it's not like he didn't have the offseason to prepare. He wasn't didn't have to be away from the team the whole time. It was really more of a thing of a preseason thing. But he he's been he's done that system. You know, he got got to experience that system, and he did not look good when he came back in. Maybe the rest is shake shaken off, and maybe him being there will will um, improve their chances. But I think it's still a little bit more of a stretch there, especially knowing that that the Bengals are going to be tough to beat in that division. Yeah, the uh, the Browns might be a little interesting to look. If they're going to be forty five to one and twenty two to one to win the Super Bowl and the conference respectively, they might be a little interesting to look at for the uh, division whenever that comes out. Because I, I think that would imply like somewhere in the range of like five to one, seven to one for the division, maybe mm-hmm. the Bengals. Are, yeah. So I mean, I mean, again, not not saying we like him, just a longer shot. You've got you've got a guy who do we like him as a person? Don't have to, but you know we do. Well, you know, he, Sean Watson is a is an you know, elite football talent. He's been talented in the past, but he didn't look that way when he came back. We'll see if he can rediscover that a little bit. Um, they also have some free agents, I think, on the defensive side of the ball. They have to to figure out. Um, it, it, I don't know that they have the upside with their coaching staff that some of these other teams do um, to really reach their ceiling, but still a lot to prove there. Um, it really does feel like they're in a strong conference of the AFC. They're one of those outside-looking-in type of teams. All right, let's uh, – and, yeah, no, no interest in the Seahawks or the Steelers. Let's look at the – oh, my Lord of mercy. Let's go down and check out um, some of the longer shots in the 60-1 to 1 range. Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots, 60-1 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. Apparently, Caesars does not believe that uh, Tom Brady is coming back to New England and unretiring. Obviously, he's not with Tampa anymore either. They are there at 60-1 to 1 as well. The Panthers at 60-1. to 1. Titans, Falcons – Washington, whatever they are, at 75 to 1. And then the Bears and the, uh, let's see, the Bears, 
at 100, the Colts at 150, the Cardinals at 150, and then the Texans at 200. We don't need to scroll down to look at them because I, mean, I don't think we're we're not messing around with any of those bottom long shots, right? No, I don't really see that much potential there. I will say if Chicago decides to keep fields and not draft a quarterback, they're a little bit ahead of the game at quarterback with a guy that looks like he could be a pretty good talent. Um, if if they can you know, unlock what they need there, just need to build around him. Really, it was really just him trying to win games by himself on that offense and then not much on defense. But they do have the number one pick. So if you, you bring in you know, absolute game changer at the number one pick and then throughout the draft when you're picking early in each round, you're able to do that over and over again. You can really build something in a hurry. Um, and if you get some free agents that want to play with a quarterback as talented as that, you can you find some guys to come in and, and build a winner. Could be a little bit wide open of a division, especially if Rodgers is gone and, and the Vikings regress. So I don't want to rule them out too much. It feels like a little bit too much of a stretch. I don't know that they have quite the pieces, pieces in place like Cincy did when they turned everything around uh, in one year. Um, but I'm not going to rule it out. I think I would take a little um, offense to ruling out the Seahawks so quickly. I mean, they punched above their weight. They made the playoffs. Sure. Um, they have a top five pick. Um, who knows what they look like in, in this? I, I wouldn't completely rule them out. Patriots, huge upgrade on, on offensive coaching staff to go to, to Bill O'Brien now at offensive coordinator. Really feels like he's going to get the best out of Mac Jones, and they're going to have a lot better chance this year than they did last year. They just need to figure out also what to do at receiver because I think they have some fragrance at receiver, and it's not like they were any good in the, in the first place uh, with some difference makers there. So they're at least a little bit interesting, but it is a tough conference and a tough division there. So I think that's um, one place I would look. Don't really want anything to do with the Bucks, obviously with Brady gone. Panthers could be interesting. It seems like somebody's going to be a value in the AF, in the NFC South, whether it's the Panthers, what they do this offseason. They brought in a whole new coaching staff. So maybe that makes a difference there. Um, so they might be a, pro, a, a good option. We'll see if Atlanta upgrades that quarterback. And if Atlanta has a strong quarterback in place, rather than going with that Desmond Ritter, Marcus Mariota, maybe they can wait, make waves in, in a kind of underrated division where somebody's got to make the playoffs. You're not just going to give the 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 spot to somebody else in the NFC. So um, one of those teams is going to sneak in. And if you're holding a 75 to one Falcons ticket or a, um, a 60 to one Panthers ticket or whatever it ends up being, you're going to feel pretty good about that. So NFC South could have like a, a decent value depending on who makes it out of the division and Titans at 75 to one. I'm, I mean, Jaguars look like the ascending team there, but they could also just regress. And Mike Vrabel with his strong coaching background and his ability to outperform what the talent on this roster looks like year in and year out, maybe they go and they win the division. And then at 75 to one, you're loving having a Titans ticket because they've been the number one seed in the past. They've beaten some of these good teams in the past. Um, so if they figure out, you know, a few places on the roster, I'm not ruling them out at 75. They want to give them a much better chance than a team like Washington or Atlanta at this point. Yeah. Uh, sorry. My crime crashes. It seems to do freaking every day. I like, I agree with you. Like the Patriots. I mean, I, I think you were saying about the Patriots as I, as I, as I, as I magically disappeared, but like 60 to one for Belichick. And if, if, if that offense takes a step forward, you know, just any, any step whatsoever with not Matt Patricia and Joe judge, I mean, it, which is entirely possible. Um, Panthers, man, I don't hate the Panthers. Is that weird that I don't hate the Panthers here? I think, I think the Panthers are, I mean, just look at who else is in this division, right? I mean, you have the Saints up up a little bit, of, up a ways a bit uh, with the expectation that they're probably going to get Derek Carr, I think. Um, but then Carolina, like Carolina can end up getting a quarterback this offseason via the draft. Frank Reich is a, is a massive, massive upgrade uh, at, at head coach over over Matt Rule. And I agree with you that the Titans, um, I think that uh, AFC, the NFC North and the AFC South are two divisions where we're sort of just like blindly giving – 
like maybe giving the Jaguars and the Lions just like too much, a little too much credit. Just like they're just going to win the division because they're taking that step because they played well at the end of this year. And that's hard to do in the NFL. Now, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I think they are building in the right way. But at the same time, like Tennessee just finds ways to win every single year. Um, if they get a quarterback 75 to one, is a, man, that is a, that is a big number for a, for a team in my, a Mike Vrabel team that has been consistently good almost every year. He's coached them. They, they were the number one seed last year and, and <laughs> they, they lost, they lost AJ Brown, obviously big, big loss there replaced him in the draft with Traylon Burks. Not as good as AJ Brown, um, but who knows what he's looked like in year two. So it's like, are they that far away? If they can figure out a few of the things that were issues this year and keep people healthy, maybe even go and get a, an upgrade at quarterback with some of the veterans that are rolling out there um, and feel a little bit better about the quarterback position i mean once ryan Tannehill went down and, and you had to go to malik willis it was getting over for them yeah. but they still like had a chance to get, be in the playoffs you know in the last week and if they beat the jaguars so um I, I don't understand writing that team off and putting them with the bottom eight teams or so in the league in these odds right there considering uh, mike rabel's background and being so successful just a year ago yeah and i mean it is weird to, again like the i mean just to look at it like the saints are 30 to 1 and then you have Bucks, Panthers, and Falcons right there. Like that's, I mean, that is just that is giving a like either Derek Carr or whatever upgraded quarterback they're getting. They think they're going to get way too much credit. And the same thing with the Jaguars. Like the Jaguars are what twenty eight to one or thirty to one, and then you have the Titans, the Colts, uh, and the Texans all seventy five to one or lower. The, the implication is that the Jaguars are just going to run away with that division. Which look, yeah, it was it was great that they won it this year. Um, it was you know, a bit lucky. They got a lot of things broke their way. The division looks like it could be really bad, but I mean, whatever odds that's implying for these division odds when and it's the blank column that's not that's not up yet. But I mean, man, I'll tell you what, you give me like the Titans at five to one to win the division or, or whatever this is implying, like four to one to win that division. I will take that all day. Yeah, they're going to be a pretty good value, I think, to win, win the division. And that's not taking any away from anything away from the Jaguars. We like the Jaguars coming into this season. None, all of what we said last season still applies. None of that goes away. But it's a big difference of liking them to make the playoffs at seven and a half to one or nine to one or whatever it was last year. And uh, now being the favorites in that that division, going to probably be minus odds to win the division. Um, at that point, you start looking for value picks because they didn't they didn't necessarily establish themselves as a team that's going to take the next step after this year and go to twelve and five or thirteen and four necessarily. It could be a wide open division where a team that's had past success like the titans shows back up yeah where they just go and win 10 games and like and you know go 10 and 7 and you come away with a, a division title agree completely um if you were if you were speculating uh, anywhere on the board doesn't matter it can be you know as high as the I don't, i'm trying to think what team up the top would would have it but like if you're speculating on a quarterback trade and you wanted to bet on a team based on like a future quarterback trade what team would you be looking at the Jets. Um, I think the Jets are a quarterback away. I think they're they're strong running game, strong receiving receiving talent, um, pretty solid offensive line, um, and then uh, defensively just very very good. Um, so I am well coached. So I just think even in, in a tougher conference, um, if you get a quarterback there, they might they might give the Bills a run for their money in the division. To be honest, they're just that strong and they're talented um, wow. up and down the board on the roster. Um, I don't I wouldn't put them favored to make the Bills, but would not shock me if we get to December and they're like a game back. And we're stuck. I'm like, oh my God, can they finish this off? So if they got Rodgers, you would, where would you have them in like your power ratings? Um, that's early, obviously, but I mean, that's, you really only have five established teams right now that are the top five in these Super Bowls. But so I think you got to put, I don't want to say six, but you got to put them top 10. I think, you know, wow. it's, it's with the rest of the team there. Um, I would definitely have them. I mean, right now, if you look at the Super Bowl odds, they're six, seven, eight, they're tied for ninth. 
I mean, if yeah. you told me right now that Jets are a top 10 team, a lot of people wouldn't believe you, but they're tied for the ninth highest Super Bowl odds right now. Some of that is the expectation they're going to get a quarterback. So it's not necessarily they're 30 to one now with with Mike White or Zach Wilson or whatever. And then if they get Rodgers, it moves completely because some of that speculation is already built in. But yeah. I mean, I don't see why they they're not as good as the Cowboys, Chargers, any of these teams that are above them right now. No, for sure. That speculation is at 30 to one. It's built in a little bit and it would move to like 15 to one. If they got Rogers, probably move to like 25 to one. If they got Carr or Jimmy G might just actually might be like 30 to one with those guys. I don't know. Depends. Like, I guess it depends on like what, which quarterback they got, obviously, but then like, are people peppering them once they get that quarterback? Yeah, probably Jimmy G. I, I think Jimmy G probably most likely option, um, assuming Rodgers doesn't go there. Um, and that's they would settle behind the Cowboys, I think, to me, and probably be around that Chargers area of 22 to 1. All right. So if you like the Jets, if you already like the Jets roster, and a lot of people do, RJ's not alone on that island, but you are, you are, I like this stance you're taking. Uh, the Jets at 35 to 1, a decent little look. Uh, as we mentioned, so, all right, what's your, we'll get out of here on this. What's your favorite bet on the board in terms of Super Bowl odds? I say Bengals nine to one. Um, I just think that offensive line is going to be better. Um, they obviously have one of the best quarterbacks in the league. You start there. You start with um, the offensive weapons um, at receiver, very strong. Starting with Jamar Chase, and defensively, um, you know they're going to lose some talent probably, but you know I, I trust their defensive coordinator to coach them up. They've kind of exceeded the talent levels of that team time and time again. Kind of trust trust him, trust the, the team in his hands, and they're going to be right there. And three wins out of the past four against the Chiefs, and the one that they lost was neck and neck and could have won either way. So, I mean, they're not going to be scared of the Chiefs in January at all. Not a bad bet at all. You get 10 to 1 of the Bengals. You know, if they come out hot this year. Remember, they, in the last two years, they've come out a little slow because of Joe Burrow's injuries. Um, you know, with the the first appendix or the, the appendix surgery and then the ACL surgery the year before, so they come out hot and certainly that would that number will shrink. I am going to do something I'm sure I won't regret later on this off season and say the Broncos country, let's ride forty five to one. I don't know. No, I mean, look, I, do I want to root for the Broncos? Mm, not really, but I do. Lo- I do love Sean Payton, and I if he if he's willing to believe if he believes he can fix Russell Wilson, and I have to believe he believes that because he took the job. If he believes that, then I'm willing to believe it a little bit at least. So. Yeah, that's a big piece in place so to, to, to not be worried about the coach, you know, to, to know that rather than going into this pasture when there's a lot of buzz around the Broncos. But I was like, look at this coaching staff, not just Hackett, but it was like first time offensive coordinator, first time defensive coordinators, just what was going to be the experience in that building for who knows how to how to build a winner. Um, and it turned out to kind of fall apart and they did not look as good as the talent would have you believe. Now, if you have a guy in Peyton who has done more with less in his career. So um, I kind of I, I do like that. I don't know that I would play it at that number, um, but it, well, it kind of remains to be seen what they do with the rest of their offseason. Um, they had to give up a lot to get Peyton, too. So. We'll see what kind of team they have in place. But if anybody's going to do it, it's that guy. Yep. And as the people in the comments are saying, clip, yeah, go ahead and clip it. Broncos country, let's ride. I'm not picking to win the Super Bowl. I'm just saying 45 to 1. I'll nibble a little bit this offseason. I don't hate the Jets idea either, or the Bengals, or the Chiefs. I like the Rams as well, just for listing things that I might consider sprinkling on. All right, that'll do it for us. That's the early look at Super Bowl 58 betting odds. By the way, Super Bowl 58 on CBS in Las Vegas. Uh, should be a blast. RJ, as always, buddy. Thanks, thanks for hopping on. For RJ, I'm Brinson. We will see you guys later. Should you ever set foot outside of the hotel, you will be shot. Don't miss the new Showtime limited series based on the international bestseller. 
For the last four years, I have been a prisoner. Why are they keeping you here? Starring Emmy Award winner Ewan McGregor. This is the brave new world that you dreamt of. Be very careful. You are still a prisoner here. Everything in this new world comes at cost. This is still my country. A Gentleman in Moscow. Now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Only with the Paramount Plus with Showtime plan.